everybody, this is Six. This week, we sat down with the brothers from Blackbeard Firestarter. Probably seen their ads all over IG. They have the Firestarter that just lights if you breathe on it. This week, we're covering what it means to be a dad, what kind of products they're about to come out with, and generally what they've been up to. So let's get into it. I saw that you guys moved out, you know, moved out, like actually, you know, making everything out of the apartment. So what are you doing now? <laughs> At least that's what you said on the, on the post, right? Yeah. 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 So, so no longer carrying like 500 pounds up three flights of stairs. No, your FedEx guy. Thanks. You. No more. Those, those days are long behind us. Um, it was good though. It built a lot of character. Yeah. And shoulders. Yeah. Say, they proved that you want it. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every time I'd like take a carload over, I'm like, man, how much? Do yeah. I'd, I'd say that exactly. Like how much do you, do you really want it? How much you want it? You know? So, awesome. but yeah, no, now we've got, got we've got a, a thousand foot, a thousand square foot warehouse that we've got. No way. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, it's going really well for us. It's getting, it's starting to get packed in there though. So it's, it's really packed. But I mean, we're just going to ride it, you know, until we're busting out the seams even more. And then awesome. You man. know, that's so cool place. here. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, it's been good. Hell yeah. That's, that's, really that's so awesome. exciting. Yeah, Are you able to, to produce everything like in that space as well? Yeah. It's, it's plenty of space for us. Um, so we've got like, uh, the shelving, the industrial shelving. And so we go all the way up to the ceiling with it. Like 20 feet, yeah. Yeah, yep. boxes all the way up and, and down. So we've got quite a few racks of shelving. We go up as high as we can. And yeah, offers us just enough space. We should probably get a bigger place. But at the moment, it's low overhead. Um, does what it needs to do. You know, time and time, we have like boxes, shipments. Like when we get a full shipment in, it, it gets a little packed. But at the same time, yeah. you know, we're, we're making it work. So... That's good. It's important. I don't ever want, I don't even, I almost don't even want to speak this into existence. I would never wish this on you guys, obviously, but if that thing ever goes up, oh, don't say it. Don't, say, really that. Go <laughs> don't say that. I don't say that. Have you ever seen like, like a walking pallet in a factory? restaurant screaming Jewish lightning? <laughs> seen what? Have seen like a pallet factory? Uh, no, can't say I have, no. You know, like the shipment pallets? Yeah. Yeah. I've mean, just like acres of. Oh like, yeah, yep, yep. Wild, I, like uh, downtown Salt Lake. You know, um, there's tons of pallet yards. I've never seen a, I've mm -hmm. never seen like a warehouse, but they just have them in just random lots. And yeah, they're stacked like thirty feet oh, high. It's and it's, yeah, yeah, they just go forever. Crazy, man. Mm. So, well, what you said that you made the show notes, right? What were you going to ask them? Uh, that is not the conversation we had. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I w right before we got you guys in the call, I was, I was I was talking. I was like, I was just so excited to talk to him again. I didn't even think of like structuring the conversation. Show so, yeah. sorry no. about that. No, uh, you guys are good, man. Yeah. You guys are good. And can we talk about you fighting? Yeah, dude. Sure. Yeah. And and by the way, the other thing too is like. Obviously, you guys know, like, we're not the most articulate guys, like, talking live. I mean, 
if we're to write it down and like put it in an ad, sure we can do it. But like live, like yeah. man, <laughs> chipping all over ourselves. It is a little different. You guys yeah. have no idea how much B-roll we have. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. It's painful. Yeah. It comes out good, but it's painful. Yeah. Yeah. It so is like, I, that's rough. yeah. We're, we're not really used to this either, but yeah, the, the fighting stuff. Um, so that's actually our employee that's doing that. So, okay. he, so AKA our younger brother. Um, so right. he, okay. so he's in the well, warehouse in a post of his that he, that y'all were connected. I just didn't know where that fit in. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was like, we didn't want to talk about that or like keep that private or no, no, not at all. Yeah. We just, yeah. So, so whenever we post about him, we always just, we try to relate it. Just say like, you know, Blackbeard's very own, you know, just so it's relatable. Just so everyone's like, right. Why are these guys like randomly posting fight stuff? You know what I mean? Just to, just to yeah. tie it in. But at the same time, we always try and keep it like, keep, like leave him be his own man. So, so you'll never see us right. say like, our baby brother or our brother, yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like our little brother, you know? So we kind we kind of yeah. want to, you know, let him do his own thing and have his own space to grow and, and, you know, Absolutely. build his own career, which is what he's been doing pretty well so far. So we're super proud of him. That's awesome. He's we can, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's well past that. <laughs> he's well past that. Oh, he's, he's something else. <laughs> It, it's a lot of fun watching him grow too, because not only is, yeah. is he uh, like growing in his in his fighting game, but that also comes with the the emotional mental composure that he's gained. Mm-hmm. He's so far ahead of either of us when we were that age, which is so cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it really tempers you. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Cool to see. Yeah, nothing makes you grow up more than getting punched in the face the first oh, time. Oh, it's rough. The the funny thing is like a. Uh, a lot of time, not not so much now, um, just because we've learned, we've been we've been taught some lessons. But uh, we'd always tell him like, "Dude, okay, next fight, you don't want to do that. You want to do this, you know." And give him tips and pointers. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's always like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." And there's one time on Thanksgiving. I don't know how it is in Texas and Florida where you guys are at, but here in Utah on Thanksgiving, everyone plays. It's called the Turkey Bowl. Everyone goes out and plays football on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so you guys do the same. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. this was the first year. Like, we come from a huge football family. All of us played little, like, we started when we were eight, little league, all the way up until high school. Cool. Um, my dad was a football coach for a while, little league and a high school coach. So, like, football is like, that's our thing. Unfortunately, none of us made a D1, but that's besides the point. But, anyways, so Thanksgiving comes around, and this is the first year we never played Turkey Bowl. Long story short, um, actually got a fight. He took a fight short notice. And so we were trained. So, we all went to his gym and trained with him. Anyways, he picked us up on the car ride there. We were telling him like, Hey, like fighting, bro. It's just like football. You want to do this, 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 you want to come like, it's like on a kickoff, you know, that you're, you have butterflies until you make that first hit, you know, then it all goes away. And also you don't want to do this. Cause then, you know, we were just getting, we were full of advice and he's just driving. He's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then we, we started, uh, we got to his gym. We started, uh, getting into like, warming up and stuff like that and we had one other guy with us um who was training with us and how it was going is, is you, you work um it was basically like uh two on or one on one sorry so we had four of us total and we just rotate through each other you know so everyone's you know go around the next go around next anyways long story short like when we were fighting the the other guy 
like it was it was good training you know like it was actually even you know it wasn't too heavy paced or anything like that but when i had to fight quiet come on he had to fight quiet man he was piecing us up <laughs> piecing us up so basically that was his way of saying like oh you you want to tell me what to do okay here how's that working for you <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. So he likes awesome. Dude, we were, dude, we were getting pieced up all day long Thanksgiving morning. So Man. we should have played turkey ball instead. Should have. <laughs> and less beat up. Should have. Oh, man. That's exactly how I thought it was going to go, too. When you started the story, I'm like, oh, they're going to get their freaking butts kicked. Yeah. And that's it. like, dude, sometimes I can't help myself just because, like, that is my younger brother at the end of the day. And I'm just like, man, I want the best for him. And mm-hmm. what I see as the best for him isn't necessarily the right way because I'm not a fight. You know, I'm not a coach. I'm not a fighter. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I'm I'm like trying always trying to tell him what's the best for him. You know, me just trying to be the the older brother. But some, you know, sometimes it's not. But yeah, whenever whenever I get that way, he's he's very quick to remind me. Yeah, let's, let's see if that works. Let's, let's try that. <laughs> so I get humble quick. But no, he's, he's, he's actually doing really good right now. Um, he's defending. He, so in December, he won the belt for 135 pound championship. And so he'll be defending that. that title, um, here in March. So about heck yeah. Yeah. Cool. About a month from now, March 16th is when he'll be defending it. So, awesome. so yeah, he's number Different. one ranked in Utah and in the West Western United States. I want to say he's like, 13th in all of the Western United States. So good for him. Yeah. That's nice. awesome. Yeah. So, so he's fighting it to what, uh, I'm trying to remember. It's been a, a hot minute since I really paid attention to MMA. It's what, uh, it's not Walter Wade. It was what bantam weight he's fighting. Yeah. Yep. 135 pounds. Yep. Okay. Bantam weight. Yep. Nice. Yep. Be me. I was going to say Walter Wade. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's, it's been a minute. Yeah, so he used to, he started off at one fifty five, and then he went down to one forty five, and I think he's finally found his sweet spot at one thirty five because the guys that he was fighting like just they made him look tiny at one fifty five and one forty five because you know there's there's weight cutting and stuff like that. Yeah, oh yeah. So and everyone you know if you want to be competitive you got to cut weight. So I think one thirty five is a good good weight for him to fight at. And he really doesn't have to cut that much to get to 135. So, so well, everybody good, wears their cool. weight differently. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's just that changes so much. For sure. Like yep. my, yeah. like my old man, he's old German, but he's built like a triangle, you know, like his arms have been as big as my head since I can remember. He doesn't work out that like, that's just him. Yeah. It's, it's obnoxious. So then my wife's granddad, Papa, he was the first man I've ever had to like look up at. Oh, dang. Like, it's like, goodness, man. Like dude, your body doesn't make sense. <laughs> your kid's got some good genetics coming, bro. Oh, dude, my two-year-old, he hasn't been able to see his toe since the day he was born. <laughs> I'm really worried about it. Yeah. Nice. I'm really worried about it because <laughs> he just like, and everyone keeps saying, oh man, he'll get like, no, like that's just his body type. Like, and he just beep bops around and I'm really worried about it because he's in, because he can comfortably wear 5T. Oh, dang. He's, I, I call him a two year. He's not even two yet. He'll be two in March. Like, oh, dude, that's good. That's some, that's some good genetics right there. I'm jealous of him. Yeah. I'm like, and my wife's like, why do you, and I'm like, I have to rough house with them all like every day. Yeah. Because if at any moment, like when they get older, they think they can beat me, they'll be able to 
like these are going to be big kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't I was, know. Cause, cause you'll have that, my four year old. You'll, you'll have that man strength that they won't have. You know, yeah, that old man strength. <laughs> That's what I hope, God. man. Cause like my four year old, like we were play fighting and like, I missed one. I let one in and he cracked. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> four like, <laughs> what the hell man like, where did that come from and he's like yeah i'm like oh you're gonna be trouble Dang, <laughs> like, that's awesome this isn't good i need to get you to a gym like yeah i need to put you in yeah. somewhere that's awesome yeah. god oh it's fun man yeah, yeah we're you know we're hoping for land in the next five years so i'm just like man we'll start our farm like oh yeah these kids strong oh yeah yeah I can't wait it. man yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, get them signed up for wrestling, boxing, football. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to try, you know, whatever sport they want to do, I want them to do a sport. But like, I, if they don't want to do a sport, you know, they don't have to. I want them to try a bunch of things, but absolutely, they're going to do fighting. Yeah. In some form or fashion. Like, that's just going to be, yeah. you know, sorry. Like, that's what we do in the house. So, yeah. going to do that. And then, like, I want to get into like, uh, like 4 H. Like working with animals because it's not just animals you know they have like you know different skills different um you know different trades that they can do so there's just so much that's available mm-hmm. to you know to kids that i'm just like man you guys are gonna do everything yeah like me and my wife are learning our respective uh second languages with duolingo then i have ladies at work that i talk to so i'm trying to learn spanish so okay. i do duolingo every day then i have ladies at work who are bilingual and i'm working with them so it's like you know, I man, I'm just trying to, you know, they're sponges. I'm just trying to pour into them. Yeah. So you're you know, teaching them Spanish want, right now? To do it. Hmm? You're teaching them Spanish so, right now? Trying to. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. So, wow. so I'll mix in, you know, uh, just, you know, easy, simple things like phrases, words, numbers, you know, I just mix it in like as I, as I talk to them, because mm. that's the, that's the best way. So I have several parents at my clinic because I, I work in beads, um, but several parents in my clinic who are bilingual, like, they'll only do their native tongue. They'll only, you know, speak Spanish at home. And so the kids speak Spanish at home, but then everything else that they do, whether that's school or, you know, sports or anything else is in English. So they're already, you know, learning two languages. And by the time they're five, they're, they're fluent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's like, Oh, I'd kill for it, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like two, It's like two, it's like a whole new world is opened up to you once you yeah. get that. It's crazy. We actually, we actually just recorded an episode on that on language acquisition. Okay. You know, why that's so important kind of how you know you can dig into that but you know, like you said a whole new world i mean yeah. just imagine being able to speak to a whole other you know continent yeah you yeah. know really at least at least basics you know it's huge just on an interpersonal level it's you know it's wild yeah and if if there's a language to learn right now in america it's spanish you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's well, I mean, some, I live in Texas. You can't, yeah. you can't live in Texas without at least knowing a little bit of Spanish. Like you're doing a disservice to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Same. It's crazy. Same. Yeah. Yeah. You're in yeah. South Florida, right? Six. Central, Central Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, yeah. There's, there's a lot of Dominicans, Costa Ricans, Cubans, Cubans, yeah. uh, Mexicans. It's, it's all pretty much the entire like Hispanic community descends on Florida, yep. Texas. Yeah. But yeah, it's, that's, that's one thing I'm definitely going to be trying to teach my daughter whenever she gets born i so give her time f- lord like we're a little less than five weeks out <laughs> oh wow I think i'll start her on day two dude congratulations <laughs> man that's awesome thank you thank you yeah you guys are sitting there talking about how tall it's kids and i'm just like 
Yeah, the last time we were at the OB and they did the freaking uh, little sonar thing. Holy crap, dude. Her arm length is like 98 percentile. Her Goodness. leg length is like 96 percentile. Wow. And she's going to be six foot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dang. That's awesome. I'm scared. How, how tall are you? Six one. Okay. What about your wife? My wife's five nine. That's pretty for, five, for a woman. That's pretty tall, though. That's pretty tall. Yeah. yeah. So it's the height is in the genetics for sure. Okay. Like her dad's like six foot. My dad was, I think, about six foot. So. Oh wow! Right on. Or have some tall kids. Yeah. Dude, is, is this gonna be your first? It is. Oh, congratulations, yeah. man! Really excited. Finally, here. Thank you. Yeah, finally. Well, welcome to parenthood, yeah, brother. Me, yeah, right. It only took me 37 years of life, but here he we almost are. deserves it. <laughs> yeah, almost. almost. Uh, there's, there's honestly nothing better, though. I mean, uh, I was going to say, yeah. Like, uh, actually, me and my wife were talking about that. It's just like, oh my gosh, like, I'm just trying to imagine life before yeah. having kids. It's almost, it's almost unimaginable. Yeah. You know, it's completely, you're fundamentally different. Yeah. You know, and, it's just like it's so crazy how like just the smallest thing like they just want time you know that's all they want they just want your time and attention you know and at the end of the day like that's like that's what you're put on this earth to do is you know raise these kids become you know good men and women and you know just i don't know just teach them everything you know it's it's pretty interesting it's pretty it's like a pretty cool responsibility when you think about it oh my gosh it's it's the best yeah. You know, it's such a wonderful gift. Yeah. You know, it is. Do you guys have any kids? I don't think we've ever asked that. Yeah. So I've got, I've got four girls, um, all girls. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, I, I know. That's what I'm going to pray for you, man. But I, to, I thought I was swimming in the estrogen ocean. Jeez. <laughs> well, I always tell people, I always tell people, I have so much testosterone that I need, like, God sent me girls you need to, to balance like it out. balance yeah. it. You know yeah, what I mean? It's got to be Because my testosterone was like through the roof. Yeah, it's just it's got to balance out, you know. But but honestly, like at the end of the day, I wouldn't have it any other way. My girl, my four girls, like they'll follow me to hell and back, you know. So yeah. I I wouldn't have it any other way. And then, you know, so I guess it's just in the family. Awesome. <laughs> and then they're they're See, about to have another cool, one. Yeah, I've got two boys, but like that's the cool thing about being a girl dad is just knowing that you're modeling that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you're modeling what a man should be. That's the coolest freaking right. thing ever. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing it too as you know, you know, with my boys. But like that's a completely different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's so cool. It's it's very different. Um, six. Some yeah. advice before your kid comes. Delete everything on your phone because you're gonna need all the space you can get. Your <laughs> camera roll is gonna be through the roof, just full of videos and pictures, man. Oh yep. man, yeah. I don't even know how much space I've even got on here anymore. Well, it's about to be gone either dog. way. Yeah, you yeah, want to upgrade that. <laughs> I need a new phone anyway. Might as well. You're gonna have to get the one with like 250 gigs. Jeez. Yeah. Gig is wild. Don't skimp. Yeah. Yeah. I never skimp. What's the X- SD card? Oh yeah, I've got like 128 gigs total, and it's 92 percent taken up. You don't understand, man. It's gonna be like, oh, she sneezed. Click, 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 click. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Everything. that's exactly. It's, it's not just one picture. It's click, 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 click. Yep, yep. Oh man! And then you're gonna. I'm just gonna figure out how to use it. It's all over. Drive. Yeah, and then once you go to delete the one, it's like, oh, I've got five pictures of her sneezing. You're like, oh, but this one's cute. Okay, the next one's cute. 
Okay, all of them are here. I'm not going to delete any of them from one sneeze. So I'll just start throwing them all on like my Google Drive and just yes, huge compilation. Just make a Costco run every month and just get books, books and books of printouts. Mm, Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Walgreens does that too. That's the best part. Yeah, it's. Mm. I'm excited for you, man. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Thank you. I'm excited and scared at the same time because i didn't have dude growing up full transparency i did not have a great dad he was not around so i did i don't exactly have the best model of how to be a dad i have the great model of how not to be the dad Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what i'm basing it off of is just like what did my old man not do okay that's that's what i'm gonna do (laughs) what did he do okay i'm gonna do the exact opposite of that yeah, and I, th- I think that's what's so interesting about life is that all of us, you know, whether we had a good dad, bad dad, no dad, whatever dad, you know, we get to choose for ourselves, like how we want to raise our parents, you know, I mean, sorry, how we exactly. want to raise our kids, excuse me. Kids, kids, yeah, so no, I get you. It's like, it's, it's, it makes it cool because at the end of the day, it's all up to you, like no one else, right. you know, right. it's all up to you, which is, I don't know. Absolutely. I, the way the way it's, it's set up too, it's it's so crazy. It's like I my kid, my oldest one is about nine right now, and so like obviously you have your kids when you're younger, you know, because it takes a lot of energy. I mean, you know, seven like you know they're, uh, changing diapers in the middle of the night or feeding them or mm-hmm. you know it takes a lot of energy. Yeah. But you know you're gaining like life experience as it goes on. Then when they're teenagers, you don't necessarily have to take care of them the way you did. You don't have to do everything for them like when they were babies. But then it becomes more of a mental game. So when you're younger and you have kids, it's all physical, you know, very little mm-hmm. mental. But then when they get bigger and they start like questioning you, like, oh, why do we do this? Why do we have to do that? You know, and that's when it becomes like a mental game. Like, okay, you want to do this, you know, because this, you'll get this outcome. You don't want to do this because you'll get this outcome, you know? Well, you're transitioning to a mentorship role. Yeah. Right? So, so right. it's almost like, well, not almost like, but it, it's like it, it was meant to be, you know, you're young, you have kids, you get all this learning experience, life experience. And then when you're older and ready to use that life experience, that's it's ready for your kids to, you know, use it on your kids. It's pretty cool. 100%. And that's actually what I'm going to be using this podcast for, you know, it's just a compilation of knowledge and like guidance, essentially, not just for like her, but also for myself, you know. Like just remind myself in case I forget something because I mean God only knows as many TBIs as I've had over the years. It's just like this is how you're supposed to do things, and if you forget, well, I'm just gonna go back and listen to this episode and just try, try again, you know. Because I owe it to her, I owe it to myself, and I owe it to my wife. And you know, God willing, if I have another one, then I'm gonna owe it to her too. Yeah, just do things the right way, and that's our job, right? So our job every day. You know, like we punch that clock every day. Every day is new, right? Every day we're trying to be better men, better husbands, and better fathers. Mm-hmm. Every single day, regardless of how yesterday was, regardless of how we think today's going to go, you know, we're always trying to do better because, man, they see everything. Mm-hmm. And that's your legacy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and like you said, man, whether our, our dads did a good job or a bad job, we've learned something, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not in our power to change what happened in the past, what, you know, how we were raised or, you know, what that looked like, but it is in our power to decide what that's going to look like for our kids. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and Absolutely. something that, something that you said as well, brother, just, um, you know, wanting to 
you know, spend time with them. Something that I shared in a earlier episode, but I don't remember where I heard it, but um, it was this new dad and he's like, and he had a toddler, right? Go figure. And uh, he's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make him happy because we'll go to this toy and like, he'll, he won't even play with like, I'll, I'll, you know, figure it out. And then he'll want me to take me to the next thing. Then we'll go to the bath and we'll fool around that. Then we'll go outside and then we'll, and it's like, he, you know, nothing makes him happy. And his wife looked at me and said, honey, you're the toy. Mm. He doesn't care about the toys. He's playing with you. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, yeah, you're the toy. You know, your kid wants to spend time with you. Yeah. You know, go, go to Luke Holmes song. I'll take you with me. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's what everyone wants to hear. That That's what it comes down to, right? It doesn't matter how big of a house you have, what kind of car you drive at the end of the day, as long as you have your family, like that's, really all that matters you know yeah agreed a thousand percent i so my four-year-old he looks exactly like me he's his mother does he have a voice no <laughs> he will but he just looks like exactly like he's his mother a thousand percent like absolutely he's like a carbon copy personality wise it's absolutely hysterical but my my two-year-old like he's my velcro baby He's like, as soon as he sees me, like he's, he wants up, he wants to be like, whatever I'm doing, he's right there. And, you know, at night, you know, I, I got to leave for work at six 30. So I get up at, you know, four 45, five o'clock. He's, you know, he's going through a sleep regression right now. So he's up at three 30 and, you know, he doesn't want mom. Yeah. He wants me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so, so awesome, just like man. eyes half open, like going over there and, you know, he's crying as soon as he sees me. Oh. Yeah. You know, he's happy. It's just like, man, you know, yeah, this sucks. This is hard. You know, I, I'm walking into walls trying to get to his room because I'm like still half asleep trying to shake it off. But, yeah. you know, like I'm never going to get this again. Yeah. hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. worth it to me. Yeah. So ben. just like I want to be. And the fact is, I'm not that, you know, man every day, but I want to be the kind of man. The man I want to be is going to get up every single time to spend time with his kid and be this yeah. kid every single time. I want to be the, I want to be the dad that says yes. And so, you know, something that we really harped on in the beginning when we were talking about just, you know, like in our mental health episodes and, you know, everything, you know, you, you make up the man you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, fake it till you make it. You know, if you don't have a role model, imagine what you want, what you would want your kids to emulate. So if you're a boy dad, you know, what you want your boy to grow into. If you're a girl dad, what, you know, you want your girl to emulate and like to marry someday. Right. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. So if you're not doing what you imagine that man is doing, you know, change that. That's completely yeah. within your power. So just those little things, you know, then that's a prayer for every day. Y'all Lord made me a better, you know, made me a better man, made me yeah. a better husband, better father. Cause I am new every day. Yeah. And you know, there's always room for growth and that's such a, you know, such a empowering thing, you know, that you're not done. Yeah. Hey guys, seven from the hard time strongman podcast here to bring a quick word for our newest sponsor, Blackbeard Firestarters. We first saw Blackbeard Firestarter a few years ago. And after seeing what the product can do, it's been our kit ever since the Firestarter rope and their fire plugs are windproof, waterproof, dummy proof, they have an insane burn time and like anything else that they offer, it just works. Besides their fire stars, they offer an arc lighter, ferro rod, 
stormproof matches, basically anything that you need to get a fire started. To better equip you, we cherry picked their inventory and made our hard time strongman fire kit. Basically our essentials kit for anything that you can need to get a fire started. But besides that, they're offering 10% off anything in their store when you use the code STRONGMEN. We love the guys at Blackbeard Firestarter. We love what they're doing. We trust them and we trust their products. And we honestly can't recommend them enough. Make sure to check them out online at blackbeardfire.com or on Instagram at blackbeardfire. Huge shout out to the guys at Blackbeard Fire for working with us and for bringing the fire. Hey everybody, this is 6 and 7 with the Hard Time Struggleman Podcast. We are coming to talk to you about our Patreon and Discord. Hey guys, our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre and post shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on, everything that we want to include in the episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we'll be offering digital downloads, guides, everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons. So make sure to check it out. And come hang out with us on Discord. Speaking of the spicy stuff, this is where we discuss most of it. Once you're there, you will get access to all of our in-depth discussions, including stuff like homesteading, fieldcraft, medical, camping, communications, shooting. You like ARs? Come talk to us about it. You like 4x4 vehicles and prepping? Come talk to us about it. You like Tannerite, Thermite, Napalm? Come talk to us about all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms. It's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community. Build up that better class of man. Now back to the episode. What I find interesting is whenever I'm out and about um, I always see older couples looking at us and just smiling, you know, and every now and then they'll say, enjoy it while it lasts. And like in the moment, you know, in the moment of the day when you're in the grocery store and they're touching everything and you're just like <laughs> trying to keep your cool, <laughs> you know, it's, it's so hard, but I, I often try to revert back to that because, you know, old people are smiling at you because they've been through that and they either miss it or, they remember those times in their lives where, you know, just like you said before, we'll never get this time back. It's now or never, you know, so enjoy every single second of it. It's crazy to think that one day, you know, I'm not going to walk in the door. My kids aren't going to like be excited to see me like that's that's it's heartbreaking to think about. I, I get that's what happens with age, with growth, you know, but I can't I just can't imagine it so far as of right now. Painful. Yeah. What's yeah. like. It, but at the end of the day, though, it's only 18 years. And that, like, because, you know, 18, they, that's when they start, you know, they become an adult, they go off to college, they do they, whatever, move out of the house, you know. And so, but even before that, like you're saying, you know, it might be when, I don't, I don't know when that age is. My kids aren't old enough yet, but it might be 12, you know, it might be 14, it might be 16, you know, where mom and dad, I don't want to hang out with mom and dad. I don't want to hang out, you know, go be with the rest of the world. But man. Yeah, I always think about that too. Like, man, I just got to enjoy this because like right now, man, this is so like in my kids' eyes and I'm sure in your your son's eyes, Devin, like, man, you're just the, like, you're the hero. You're the man, you know? Yeah. So it's it's a beautiful thing. What it, It's precious. Like, it's so precious. 
yeah, what a blessing God gave us that we get to have his children and raise them, you know, because they're their own people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Granted, they might be your sons or our daughters um, or six's daughter. But at the end of the day, they're their own person, you know? Yeah. yeah. And God has blessed us with the opportunity to, you know, raise them, take care of them, you know, teach them, you know, what we know. And it's pretty amazing. A hundred percent, man. And to, you know, I've thought about that too, is just, you know, you know, this is, you know, this is just another gift to us. Right. And, you know, we know, you know, God to be our father and, you know, you don't know, you, you can't understand what that means as deeply as you can, if you are in it. Yes. So, to, you know, I, I'll, you know, I say time and time again, you know, you don't really know something unless you teach it. You, you're not going to learn as well unless you teach somebody something. So it's like being a parent gives you that perspective. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, this is so rich and so full and so, you know, much more than just me. Yeah. So that's just, you know, the, the, the way that your heart can widen, you know, with one child mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine having another one. And then you do. And it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I can't, <laughs> like, I can't imagine just like, you know, your heart just swells and it's like, oh man, like the depth of a person that I am after my boys, you know, there's no comparison to before. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know a completely different man. Yeah, so it's 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 wild. You know, it's just such a such a blessing and such a you know it's so impactful. You know, it, across across the board, you're completely unre- un, you're completely unrecognizable, and I wouldn't want to be. You know, if I you know if I acted the same, I did the same thing as when you know before I had kids, I I would I would have failed right. as a father. You know, <laughs> so. It's just you know, yeah, it's yeah, it's awesome. Odd. Pretty humbling thinking about it. Yeah, very humbling. But then you know all these other experiences. You know, while you're so being a father, right? But then also you still have your own life going on. You're still you know, you're still dating your wife. You're still courting your wife. You're still you know the man, right? But then also you know in your career. So like you guys run Blackbeard or Blackbeard Firestars. You guys recently had a pretty expansive growth. And so you're learning not only in how to, you know, steward your family, but how to steward, you know, a business and that responsibility. And you're able to, you know, take that, you know, compartmentalize that and then apply that to your kids. And just, you know, the the wealth of your knowledge, you know, just grows all the time. It's just you know, I, I really want people to, you know, to wrap their heads around that nothing is wasted. You know, every little thing, every little experience, every little trial, it can be used. You know, it tempers you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times we disconnect business from family and family from business and life experiences and whatnot. But at the same time, everything is so interconnected. Like there, there are literally laws that govern us in this life that apply all across the board. You know, no matter where we where we apply this law, it's going to give us the same result and the same effect. Uh, you know, whether that's with our family or in business. So it's like one thing that's awesome to see, the more and more that we branch out and apply more of these laws, 
more of these thought processes and whatnot, the more and more we realize how much it applies to our family. It's like, okay, you want something out there in the world? First, think about it. Ask for it. What are you going to sacrifice for it? And then go get it. It's all yours. Take it. Whatever it is, you know, and how much that applies to each and every every individual's life. Seven was saying something interesting that he was basically, you know, to your point, you're saying like nothing's wasted, even though sometimes you might feel like you're stuck or something. As far as like life and business goes, if ever, like, like, like you said, everything's preparing you. So for example, like we wouldn't be where we're at today if we didn't have to, if we didn't go through the earlier lessons in life that me probably when I was going through, I'm like, man, I'm like, this sucks. Like this is useless. I'm just wasting time here. But at the same time, I was eight during that time, I learned lessons that came into play later. Like it was basically preparing me to be able to receive something. You, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like if, if we were to take, if we were just two regular guys, um, blue collar guys, like we used to be, and someone were just to hand us Blackbeard at the at present state and say, Hey, here's a business. I want you guys to take this over. Like it would be awesome. It'd be sweet, you know, but Blackbeard would probably be no more. And, I would say less than a month because we don't, because at that, like if, if we were just given it, we wouldn't know how to run it. You know, we don't have these life lessons, all these things. We don't have all these business lessons. We wouldn't know how to take care of it, you know? So it's like all yeah, the, we wouldn't have the appreciation of it. Exactly. Yeah. Just every, you know, just, just everything. So we, like, if we just got something for free, like we wouldn't know how to run, like it'd be, it would kind of like that whole, uh, teach a man to fish versus giving a man a fish, you know? Right. That whole principle. So it's like, yeah, it's like every, you got to go through these things and it's not always going to be, you know, uh, what do they call it? Rainbows and gumdrops. You know, it's not always going to be like that. Rainbows, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, well, to think that, you know, every, like you said, every trial, you know, it's, you know, you wouldn't have been ready, right? It's equipping you. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's sometimes you just got to walk through the storm. Like your lesson is in the storm. And the only way to learn it is go walk through it. So, I mean, 100%. me and have made tons of expensive mistakes around the, along the way. It's It's been painful, but we've learned, so. And you're still, still here. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that, that for me has been something that's really, really cool to see. Not only, you know, what you get, you know, obviously we love the the product, right? We, we've used it for years, but the fact that you guys are still here, the persistence, the like, Hey, we're not going away, you know, like that has such a huge impact in whatever, you know, in whatever, you know, sector and whatever, you know, business you're in just like, yep, we're still here. You know, we are still satisfying customers. We're still growing. We're still doing better. We're still perfecting our craft. You know, that, that means something, you know, in an age where you can, you know, pick up your phone and start a business on your phone and, you know, you know, an hour, you know, when you've, you know, gone through the ringer, when you've been in the arena and come back out and gone back in, you know, willing to put yourself out there again and again and again, even when you fail, even when you make a stupid mistake and just to, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, yep. I'm still here. It's not like I can quit now. You know, that's, that means something to people. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. There's, yeah, there's something to be say, said about, you know, just enduring and weathering stuff. So. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's a, 
I don't know. You're doing this your whole life, you know, you never stop learning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, so I said the beginning, I think the pre-show we were talking about how when we first started the podcast, it was like, we were counting up to, oh man, if we can make it to 20 episodes, because I'll remember where I read, but it was like a statistic said that 90, it's like 90% of podcasts that start end after three episodes, like they just fall off. And then of that 10%, 90% of that 10% uh, fall off before they make it to 21 episodes. Wow. So you guys, so, just, you guys basically five at 20 episodes. That's awesome. Dang. You guys yeah, chatted so like that. You made it to, yeah. So if you made it to 21 episodes, you're the 10% of the 10%. And it's like, man, and then we look back, it's like, oh, wow, we're almost at 90 episodes. Like that's insane. Yeah. That just like our, you know, our perspective has just, you know, blew up. And so that's been really cool to see. Yeah. And I think that's like, there's something to be said for that too. Like, I don't, a lot of people nowadays don't really understand the grind. Like it's like, we're so, our world is so controlled by quick dopamine hits now that nobody yeah, wants yeah. to like stick around. So like, like you said, three episodes, that's not very many at all, you know, in, in the, in the long run term of things, that's, that's barely any, but yeah, if people don't see instant success after three episodes, they're done. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like the yeah. fact that like, I don't know. It's just like, if, if you stay, if you want something and you stick to it, you will eventually get it no matter what, if you don't give up, you can't lose. You can't lose. 100%. The only way you lose is by giving up. And I don't think a lot of people realize that because, you know, we're so used to TikTok or Instagram or YouTube where, you know, if I'm not getting my dopamine next, give me my dopamine, yeah, yeah. you know? So, and, and like businesses, podcasts, all that stuff, raising families, there's no instant gratification in it. You don't see the results no. of your labors until weeks, months, years, decades down the yeah. line, you know? Yep. So yeah, it's like the, the things that really matter, your kids, you know, businesses, like legacies, stuff like that. It takes decades to build and you don't know if you're doing it right. I mean, you, you, you try your best and you, you know, in your heart and you know what you're doing is right. But I mean, you don't know if you'll be successful, you know, you just don't know or to yeah, what extent. Please. So it's especially with families, you know, you're planting, you're planting seeds for trees that you will never, you know, rest under the shade of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like all of the, you know, all the trials that we face all, you know, you know, imagine all the trauma, all the negative stuff from when you were growing up and you're like, I am not doing that with, you know, my girls. I'm not doing that with my boy. I'm not doing that with my kids or my family. Right. So that stuff that gets etched on your heart that you're like, that's no, absolutely not a non-negotiable and you live that out, you know, you may not see how big of an impact that is. You know, it feels, it feels better at the time knowing that you're working towards that, but you don't get to see that right away, mm-hmm. you know, but when your kids grow up and they don't have to worry about an abusive dad or a dad, that's not there or, you know, whatever, you know, like that changes a kid. Yeah. And you know, when they're an adult and they can actually tell you just like, you know, thank you that that wasn't our story. You know, that, you know, like you said, that's a legacy. Yeah. And that's something worth fighting every day for a hundred percent. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's, it's our job to do those things. Cause it like, think about our ancestors. I mean, seven, you said you're German, right? So at some point, mm-hmm. one of your great grand, I don't know how, how far back it goes, but they decided to you know, come over to America to make a better life for themselves. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So, and, and when he came over here, I can guarantee you he wasn't rich. I can guarantee you he was not living large. He was probably worse mm-hmm. off than when he, re- uh, than what he originally was in Germany. But like yeah. you said, he was planting seeds for a tree that he'd never get shade from. He was being a good ancestor, you know, doing things. Okay. Mm-hmm. My life might suck, but guess what? My kids, my grandkids, my great grandkids, they'll have a better life because I made the sacrifice, which is huge, huge. Yeah. So I mean, I I think now it's like, it's up to us. Like, okay, what can we, what can we do? That's, I don't want to say equivalent, but what can we do to be, you know, good ancestors to our, you know, kids, grandkids, posterity, you know, what changes can we make? What can we instill in them? You know, that, that leaves a legacy upon the family, a good legacy upon the family. Right. Yeah. What can you sign your name on? Right. Yep. You know? Yep. And then, and in here, 2024, these things, they might be all mental and all physical. I mean, excuse me, all mental and all spiritual, you know, our ancestors, you know, they did, they did the physical already, you know, they left the country, you know, starved, came here, worked hard, had nothing, you know, it was all physical, but now, you know, what we pass on to our kids probably going to be mostly mental and spiritual. So super interesting. Yeah. I mean, and, Man, I'm not letting six talk at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just here, you know. Do it. But you know, like six. me and my wife's big dream is, you know, we want to take our our friends and you know our family. We want to get a you know, big old piece of land, and you know, just start you know fresh. Yeah. You know, just start fresh. You know, build that community, and you know, become more self reliant. So that calls for me learning a lot of stuff that you know the generations forgot yeah so like you said the mental stuff it's like okay so in the midst of us you know building up these cities and building up you know this you know this easier way of life how you know what did we forget along the way you know Mm -hmm. what do we need to remember for when times are hard again because they are coming so like how can i best prepare my family you know what do i have to do you know to do that so you know, what am, what am I modeling for that? You know, am I physically fit? Am I, you know, right with the Lord? Am I spiritually, mentally there? Am I engaging, you know, my, you know, my mind and my wife and my kids in a meaningful way, you know, or am I just droning on my phone and going to work and thinking that the bare minimum is okay? Cause it's not, right. you know, you know, time about being a lifelong learner and, you know, especially like working the land, you know, animal husbandry, you know, all these things that, you know, that have been forgotten or, or have been discarded, you know, we need to, you know, get back to that because there is a better way to live. It's just that people aren't doing it anymore. Yeah. So, you know, not that you have to go out and start a, you know, everybody should go out and start a homestead, but, you know, like making this available, you know, cause this is the kind of generational stuff they that's going to last. Yeah. I, I agree. They should, but <laughs> you know, like, you know, talking about stuff that will last, you know, like putting those tools in your kids' hands, putting those experiences in your kids' hands and showing that there's a better way than, you know, what we've grown to, you know, what we've grown to, you know, be discussed at. So it's a lot, man. Yeah. It's just, a lot. I, I love what you said about the bare minimum. Because <clears throat> like it's almost preached to us through everything that the bare minimum is what we should be doing and just relaxing for the rest of our time, you know, go on, put in your hours at work, uh, make your paycheck and then come home and do the bare minimum. You deserve it. You know, 
and how yeah. that's just constantly just we're getting bombarded by that messaging. But it's like that's the messaging that's going to put us in a place that we don't want to be. That's what that's the messaging that's going to create that hard time for everyone and not allow us to, to flourish. And I, I feel like be who we're meant to be independent, you know, outgoing, uh, do those things that we need to do that we should be doing for our future kids, for our aunts, for our, I don't know, future generations, the things that our ancestors did that they didn't want to do, you know, it's not fun yeah. learning multiple languages. It's not fun mm-hmm. putting in that extra time, learning how to, how to garden and, and grow all of your own stuff. But at the same time, I feel like that's, that's, as individuals and as people, that's what's required of us. And that's what we should be doing in a sense to um, create that future. Like what you, you guys said earlier was, you know, your kids are sponges. So they're looking to you to, as to what they're supposed to be doing, what they should grow up doing. And if you're doing the bare minimum, they're going to learn that yeah. they're going to absorb that. And they're going to do that from an early age. I mean, hell, if you're, if you started off doing all like just working hard and then you just eventually just kind of go down to the bare minimum, if they start at the bare minimum, they're going to do that same thing and it's going to be worse. So we yeah. can't teach them that. Yeah. We can't show them that it's got to be a hundred percent day in day out. And yes, it's a grind. Yes. It's going to suck, but we owe that to our kids. Yeah. And that, so this is one thing that you'll see too, six, like, However you raise your kids, that's how they'll turn out. You know, mm-hmm. if you, raise, you get what you put in, exactly. That's exactly it. And you will see this like over and over again. Once you have your own kid and you see them like interact with other people and you'll see like how they interact with other kids, you know, some kids, if they're just little like brats, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not their fault because you know, that's all they've been taught. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you can see, you can see exactly how, what people, if people are doing the bare minimum, if they're not, you know, being good men, you know, raising their kids, right. You, you know, you can just, you can see it manifested in the kids. I mean, what do they, what do they always say? If you want to judge a man's character, look at his kids. That's how you can judge him. You know, that's how you know if he's a good guy or not, because his kid, they're imitating him. They look up to him. They follow him, you know? Right. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Well, and, you know, it's so essential to take, uh, you know, you cannot be passive. You have to take an active role, you know, in your kids. You know, you said something really interesting about, you know, our, our current culture, right? So what does, you know, what does the media portray as the typical family man? He's fat. He's lazy. He swears he's passive and he's, uh, he's unsupportive. He's not, you know, he's just generally unhappy. He's just happy to go to work, come home and then sit on, you know, his phone on the couch or, you know, and drink a beer and watch a game while the whole world's going on around him. The, the Homer Simpson, right? Yeah. So there's exactly. Yeah. yeah it's funny exactly you mentioned that. Cause there's not, I, I don't think any of us here or anyone period can name one TV show that has a, a dad. That's the opposite. That's a real man. You know, yeah. I, I don't think there's one, one TV show. I don't, I don't think there's one. Yeah, I mean, show me one show where the dad gets up an hour before his family, you know, does his chores, works out, goes to work, yeah. engages, and then comes home and engages with the family 100%. And, you know, is and then does extra after the kids go to bed to push towards that that better life. You know, because, yeah, your, your work, that's the day-to-day, man. That's to keep the lights on. Yeah. What do you do afterwards? 
you know, that's what grows your family's life. Yeah. That's yeah. what gets you to, to where you want to be. Yeah. But, you know, like you said, yeah, show me one. You can't, you know, cause that's not what they want. But yeah, the propaganda you know, is like, it's all man, it sucks. But you know, that's why it's so important to, you know, to manifest that your yourself to, you know, who you surround yourself with is who you're going to emulate. Right. And like you said, you know, your kids are a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they see everything, they know everything, they do everything, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's so funny. So like my, my four-year-old, right. So I, it's, you know, I, I was infantry and, you know, that I had a young family. And so one of my convictions was, you know, I'm not going to swear in front of my wife. I'm not going to swear in front of my boys. You know, I'm just not going to do that. That's not, that's not a thing for me. And so it's not, no. Oh yeah. You should feel bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, so I, you know, it's just not a thing for me. So like whenever I got hurt as my four-year-old, you know, is growing up, he's easy. Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> just taking and, it in, you know, yeah, and then I go on my way, dude. My my for he ate it one day hard, just <laughs> like running, and then bam, won't run anymore. And he got me, mm. and he ran <laughs> off and played. I was like, oh no! So not only does he see everything, but that sucker just ate that, and then just kept like that hurt me. And he just kept going. I was like, oh man, <laughs> it's like this, this, like this is a good thing, but this is this almost isn't like. <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> no, that's all. That's awesome. But, See that that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like spiritually and mentally, you have to set the example, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Be- because you know, the propaganda is so strong right now. It's so strong, the propaganda. Yeah. So it's like, that's why like when we originally came across you guys, hard time, strong man, like I was like, dang, like I couldn't think of a better name for like a podcast or a company. It's like cool name. <laughs> hard time, strong men, you know, that's what it creates. So like as a dad, you always got to be like, you know, on your toes, like keeping yourself hard, you know, yeah. don't laugh. I mean, after I said that, yeah. I, I was going to say, this is going to make a joke, but Came you got all the time, but, but you, I'll bit my tongue. Thank you. Six. But, uh, you, you don't here for you. Stay sharp. You gotta, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't do the bare minimum and just go where the wind blows. You have to try every day, you know, to stay on top of everything and, and, you know, be a strong man. And fight yeah. all the propaganda because we're just flooded with propaganda everywhere we turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it demonizes everything, right? So toxic masculinity, you know, feminism, you know, like all these things, right? So, to, you know, when they attack toxic masculinity, they're talking, you know, they're attacking what men are supposed to be. Men are supposed to be strong. Yeah. Men are supposed to be dangerous. You know, there's a difference between, you know, being peaceful and harmless. Yeah. And, you know, when you don't realize that, like, and that's my, another thing too, with me is words, you know, words have meaning, right. When we forget that, when we let that go away, like it opens the door to so many, so many problems, but yeah, you know, men are supposed to be dangerous. You know, that's, that's, you know, that's in our blood. That's what we're supposed to be. That's our role. Right. So you think back, you know, like you said, like when, you know, say if we were, you, we just got off of the boat, right. Or, you know, we were way back when, you know, dudes would go to war for months and months and months and mom was on the homestead. Okay. So like the fifties completely butchered, you know, the traditional generals. Right. But you know, women ran the household, you know, not just cooking and cleaning finances, you know, teaching in, you know, rearing your children, the garden, the animals, you know, like everything. 
because the guy was going over him. He was doing hard stuff. And when he came home, he helped. <laughs> you yep. know, it wasn't, yep. oh, my job's done. I'm going to go kick my feet up, you know, take the first bath. No, you know, like it is 100% all the time, you know, and, you know, that's why it's so important to, you know, when you pick your wife, your partner, you're picking a partner because, man, you're going to be in the trenches with them oh, yeah. every day. Yep. 100%. And you need someone who's got your back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, but, yeah, interesting hmm. you mentioned that because, like, you know, there's opposition in all things. There's light, there's dark, there's man, there's woman, you know, there's hot, there's cold. Everything has an opposite. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with George Orwell's book, 1984. But Unfortunately, very, yes. Yeah. So, so in that book, when they're, when they, they have the language new speak, right? And so what do they yeah. do with that language? They, they dump down the language. So there's, there's not good and bad anymore. There's good and there's ungood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so they try to taint it. You know, when clearly yeah. there's opposites and, and, you know, there's good, there's evil, you know, God set it up that way. You know, he set up yeah. that man, woman, you know, he's everything, you know, wet, dry, or, whatever it is. Well, how, how important language is. I mean, we have the story of the Tower of Babel. I mean, like it is, it is laid out for you. Like language is incredibly important. You know, it's how we communicate. You know, we are social creatures. That's how we're built. You know, if you're not able to communicate and on equal footing, right? So if you don't have the same definitions for things, how how are you supposed to get on equal ground? Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. I always think about that. Good, ungood. You, you know, it's like, dude. Yeah. It's, don't don't try it's to put scary. things in the same basket. They're clearly two opposite things. You know. It's yeah, scary. You know, like I said, dumb things down, but just like blur those lines just a little bit more. Yeah. So that, you know, you can get away with more stuff. Yep. It's, it's insane. It's insane. All, all the more reason to be, you know, strong man. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are killing it, man. Love what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, but you. you know, that's why we partner with, you know, that's why we're yeah. trying to build out the circle. You know, you guys are like-minded. You know, I think we have the same heart in this and, you know, in, in other things, you know, but we can, you know, agree that the world is not right. You know, that's obvious, but we also realize that the responsibility lies with us. We cannot allow someone else to, you know, to do the work or to handle it for us. You know, it is not up to them. It is up to us to, you know, be the change to fix what we see is wrong. It's when we, you know, and it, in my opinion, it goes back to, you know, I think the easiest sin for a man to commit is passivity. Good one. I think, I think that's the, that's our most base, um, you know, instinct or, you know, the, the easiest one is, there is for us to fall into, but, you know, allowing someone else to take the weight to, you know, make the decisions to, you know, steer the, you know, steer the boat you know, that's, you know, that's where the trouble always starts. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's easy to do that though. Like it's human nature, easiest oh. route possible, right? Every day. So it's like, it's like Every hard. Day. Yeah. You got to like force yourself extreme accountability. You got to force yourself to do those things. I love that word <laughs> accountability. Yeah. You know, extreme accountability. Yeah. You know, it's not comfortable to wake up before the sun does. 
and to do a quick workout and to get a quiet time in where you're in the word, where you're meditating, where you're getting your mind and your heart and your body right before everyone else starts their day so that you can direct your family where you want them to go, you know, and to lead and to be that example. It's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good to wake up at five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday <laughs> or a Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I want to sleep in until eight o'clock, but I can't do that. Because I've got more important things to do. Yeah. But I mean, that'd be nice. <laughs> do it. Nice. I, I agree with you 100%, except for Sundays. Sundays are my day to rest. <laughs> I'll sleep until fair. church starts and then I'm good, up and good. <laughs> that, is, that is our one given day of rest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> True. But honestly, Truly. honestly, on a, you know, on kind of a funny note, I I found that if I don't get my quiet time in before the boys get up, I am such a bad dad. <laughs> and I was like, I am grumpy. I am just not fun to be around. Like I I've gone to the point to where I like I need that time in the morning before everyone else gets up just to get my just to get my head and my heart right. Otherwise, man, like it just like my day does not go well for me. Like, and it's yeah. because it's so funny that I become dependent on that. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that's such a huge lifestyle change. And it's been, and it's so great to, that I can equip myself like that. But yeah, if I miss it, oh, it's miserable. <laughs> it's absolutely miserable. That's but, a, that's a good, how, how do you how do you get yourself up? Do you like set a couple of alarms or you just tell yourself at uh, night before bed? About like 10. About I'm not, 10? So I'm not. I'm not the guy that can just be like, yep, I'm going to get before 30 tomorrow. And then uh-huh. just wake up. I have a buddy like that. It's infuriating. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't stand him. He can just do that. But um, no, I, so I've got one of the, uh, like one of the sunrise, a uh, little like alarm clocks next to my bed. Oh, okay. so like, yeah. is it the hatch? No, it, it's before no. that, but it's so like okay. in the internal clock, like as the sun goes up, it'll, you know, progressively get lighter with like warm light. And, you know, like nature sounds. So it just like kind of gently coaxes you, you know, out of bed with, you know, like your natural circadian rhythm. But then I also have my phone in my bathroom, a, you know, a room away. So I have to get up and go to it to turn it off. Oh, okay. So, but I've got narcolepsy. So, I mean, that kind of, yeah, it's kind of, it's a little harder. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta force it. But Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but that then I just, you know, like um we I mean we talked about this before. It's just like, you know, making myself habits. You know, like I know that if I get up on time, then I, you know, have to do all my chores in the morning. So like the, you know, feel all the animals, do all the, you know, the compost, the dishes, the, you know, yada yada yada. But just um, you know, kind of making these micro goals for myself. I want I really want to get into uh what's it called? To time blocking. What's that? I heard about so I heard about that from uh from Rising Father, the Rising Father podcast. Oh, okay. uh, but he's a he's a gentleman who does uh coaching for guys. So uh, but time blocking is he has just a spreadsheet and it's in 30 minute blocks and he blocks out his day every single day. Oh wow. and that's part of his like quiet time in the morning, it's just going over, you know, his day, what his day is gonna look like. And you know, it just opens your day up. Just like if I know that I'm going to do this, then, you know, you schedule it. And, you know, granted, you know, life is life and, you know, you have kids and a family and everything. So it's not going to be perfect. But being able to, I, I kind of think of it like budgeting. 
So like this month, you know, the first of the month or you know, the third first of the last month, I went over our family budget and we do a zero based budget. So whenever the paycheck comes in, there's, you know, all these different you know, folders that the money goes into so that nothing slips through the cracks and, you know, we just, you know, waste money. And it's a constantly evolving thing because life happens and, you know, you have to, you know, you have to change for that. But um, just that accountability of I know where my time's going, I know where my money's going and I get to spend it before life happens and it just disappears. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. I'm only human, so it, it works most of the time. But you yeah, know. I mean, as long as you got a plan and you're trying to do, you know, I'm trying to follow it. It's, it's better than nothing. Yeah, and you know, like with the budget, so like we have an emergency fund that has, you know, when it's fully funded, it has six months of, you know, just everyday expenses. So if life happens, if I get laid off or I get sick or you know whatever, we have a six month buffer. But if I didn't do my due diligence and you know fund that then you're you're flying by the seas of your pants man <laughs> you know and that's just not a fun way to live no but we we just found every rabbit hole along the way <laughs> it's been a while since we talked to you guys idea on the show Good Lord, but yeah how's 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 blackbeard firestarter going i saw a great post from you guys today you hit 50k on Instagram, you guys are growing and you guys switch locations and you're just continuing to to just murder as an all-American business. So you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> um <laughs> it, it it is in and out of the conversation that we've having of, of doing those things, uh doing those difficult things and trying to balance everything in one giant balancing act, right? So as far as like our, our business goals and whatnot, setting our goals uh, physically for the business, mentally for the business, and then spiritually for the business, you know, making sure we're hitting all aspects of what we're trying to do. So that makes it just so much easier to accomplish. Um, lately, it's been a lot of fun. We've been doing actually quite a bit of affiliate marketing, um, kind of branching out, connecting with new people, um, crossing. Uh, different categories of who would be who would normally be using our stuff you know we've mainly focused on outdoors people out, outdoorsmen hunters fishers uh backpacking hiking whatnot we've been crossing quite a few boundaries as far as just reaching someone who you might not have thought would be interested in it but they're you know they've got a backyard they they everyone relies on fire at some point in their life or another um and in everyday use but we just don't realize it. And so we're just connecting those, those different um, avenues and those different channels and audiences, which has been fun. It's, it's been interesting. It's, it's a whole completely different perspective on, you know, the impact that we're able to have. That's awesome. I feel what do you guys got coming out. Oh man. Any new products. Uh, yeah. We oh, you dick to the bone, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the board with all the stuff that we've got coming out. Um, gosh, uh, it's it's. I don't know if it's too early. It, it might be too early right now to talk about it, but there's um, we've got at least four new things coming out that we are super excited for. Really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm telling you guys, man, this is our year where we just branch out and do new things and just make try and make stuff happen. It. You know. 
So um, awesome. Yeah, when we do come out with this, well, I'm, you guys are going to be one of the first people that you know get one to test out. You know, whatever it is. Heck yes. So Can't yeah, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. So, but I yeah, sorry. Say, I, I I love what you said that just everybody touches fire at least once. Because you know, like I've met so many people who just like grew up and you know like spent twenty years in the city and like that's all they know, but. It's such a human experience, I feel like. So it's really cool that you guys are rich hunking those different perspectives. Because yeah, as and you know, your business especially is something that can touch, you know, everybody, I feel like. Yeah, hopefully so, hopefully we can get it there sooner sooner than later. Just you know, our, our goal is to become like a household name. So when someone thinks of fire, you know, Blackbeard pops in the mind, you know, kind of like a Ford or a Chevy when you'd say truck, you know. Yeah. So hopefully we can get Absolutely. there soon. I don't know. We'll, we're we're pushing for it. We're working hard. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I've seen your guys. You know, in the last few months, you know, definitely pushing all those affiliates and just you know, like I said, on the personal accounts, it's just you guys are you, you're you're getting there. And like you said at the beginning of the episode, your perseverance—that's what's gonna win the day. Yep. You guys aren't going away, <laughs> so <laughs> you will get there. Uh, with with your guys' help too, you guys have been a huge help in that, and especially um, you know we've got that hard time strongman kit on our website. Well, closing out this episode, guys, I want to also get some dad advice from you. So you are seasoned dads, and I am assuming that all of our listeners need a dad who knows something. So, what do you got? You want to start, Mike? Well, I've only got two. You've got four. Why don't you start us off? you got way more experience. Put by number. My, I would say my biggest advice would be just realize that this time will not last forever. Mm. So, you know, when, when you're a kid, you know, it's a lot of work taking care of kids. It's a lot of work teaching kids, you know. It actually takes longer and more effort to teach them how to do things versus just you doing it for them. But at the end of the day, you know, you've only got this, you know, small amount. You've you've got this human being for only a couple of years where they're, you know, just 100% yours and you can teach them everything you know. So just give it your all and you're not going to regret it. No one's ever regretted being a good parent and giving their all. You know, tons of plenty of people have regretted not being a parent, not being there. No one has ever regretted giving their all for their kids. And when I say giving your all, I don't mean buying them stuff. I mean, giving them knowledge, giving them, you know, life lessons, giving them spiritual tools, mental tools, that kind of stuff. Example. So that, that would be, that would be my biggest piece of advice is just don't take this time for granted because you know, your kids are with you for what, 18 years. It sure goes by quick. You know, we're all older. I, yeah. you know, we're all in our thirties. Man, 18 years flew by for all of us. And that's what's mm. happening with our kids. But at a faster rate because we're their parents. So just try to take it day by day and just enjoy it, embrace it. 100%. Seven, have you made it into your 30s yet? Dude, you're around me. I like that. <laughs> Wait, are, are you 37? Are you in your 30s? 29. Oh, 29. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I apologize. It's my bad. Very funny. <laughs> Freaking young. I, I feel 40, so it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> Feel 80. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I've, what do you got? What you I got feel real? like, uh, gosh, it's hard not to echo what you just said because I feel like that's so important. Um, dad advice. A lot of the messaging in the world is take care of yourself, be selfish, do selfish things, build yourself, build your hobbies, whatnot. I agree and I disagree. I, I, I disagree in ways that I, that I think it's a twisted truth. I think there are options and things available where when we put it into our kids, when we put all of our efforts, all of our energy, all of our time into our kids and help them become who they're meant to be, that that is a hobby with the most intense and insane amount of joy that you could ever do. Far outweighing any football game you'll ever watch. Far outweighing any thing you can experience while golfing or playing video games or you know on the phone on the phone on on things that you're doing that may bring you a little bit of happiness but don't give you that everlasting joy that your kids will always give you when you raise them correctly um i look up to my parents so much um in, in a thankful way for all that they've done because i look around and, and i see that that the experience that they gave me growing up is not a normal experience in in a good way not a normal experience meaning um all of the time and the effort they put in to me to my siblings you know whether it's through coaching whether it's through keeping us in the home everything the experience that we got is not common whereas it should be more common it should be you know where yeah, our mother basically forgot herself and gave it all to us kids. Our father forgot himself and gave it all to work so he can provide for us kids, you know. And that, that's not something that you see preached out in the world, and that's not something that is happening as often as it should be. Um, and I think that's just because of the twisted truths out there. So that advice being give it all you have to your kids. Um, let them become your hobby. Um, and there's no other joy that will even come close to feeling what you feel when you see that in your kids. Or, or you can base, you know, you can pick up new hobbies and include them, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. You involve them in your hobbies. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I fully played on involving my daughter in all the gardening and yeah. fire building with Blackbeard fire starter. <laughs> Let's <and> go <laughs> shooting. Yeah. As soon as well, she's big enough to hold a 22, she's shooting. Oh, oh, hundred percent. We make jokes all the time about like the, you know, the 12 year old from the 1800s, but yeah. you know, it's not yeah. like they left their kids at home. Yeah. You know what no. I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. they were you know, it was thing. all hands on desk. Yeah. Yeah. It was all hands on deck, man. I mean, and you took your, like, there was no just like, oh, throw the kid in front of the TV. Like you took your kids out and you did stuff. Yeah. You know, that's how they learned. Yeah. It's just life. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, to what six was saying about shooting, taking kids shooting. I took my girls shooting, uh, this summer and man, it was so much fun just because I always, this is the first time I actually took them shooting because I, my girl, there's a big, there's my oldest is nine. My youngest is one. So, so they're all spread out in there. So I, you know, I haven't really had time to just take the oldest individually because she's definitely, she's more than old enough to shoot. And, you know, too, with Blackbeard just being so busy. But anyways, I had always taught them at home, like, okay, this is how you, you know, this is how you eject the magazine. This is the proper grip for the pistol, you know, stuff like that. This is how you rack the slide. And, you know, some of my kids aren't strong enough to rack it, which is fine. 
anyways, long story short, I took him shooting for the first time this past summer. And it was like, man, I was the proudest guy ever, man. Just because my kids, they were holding the pistol, right? And they just had, like, they were hitting, man. I was surprised. Like, awesome. you know how hard it is to shoot pistols, you know? It's, it's not an easy thing. Even adults struggle with it. But my kids, like, they had the grip down. Now, granted, we were shooting, like, a little, uh, what is it? It's a little um, Walther 22 pistol. Mm-hmm. but you know they were they were doing it it was awesome i was i man i was super proud man it was such a good day that's a, such cool a good memory, day man yeah yeah that's awesome we got squirreled away one of these little ones uh not that model yeah it's what model is that is that the p22 this is the uh this is actually a high standard the military model oh okay so it's 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 very very close to the Luger, the one that Germans made. Yeah, yeah. It's actually I think based off of that. That's but yeah, sick. That's sweet. No, it's, I'd love twenty twos. Yeah. So it's man, it, and I mean I can't wait six. I can't wait for you to experience the same thing. You know, it's, oh, especially gosh. being a girl. Like I'm sure with you seven your boys, it's it's got to be awesome and it's got to be fulfilling. You know, but there's just oh, something about like a girl doing it. It's like wow, you know, this is what it's about. You know, and because. You know, the boys, they have natural tendencies. You know, we have, like, boys have testosterone. They have, like, just natural mindsets. You know, they're aggressive, want to do stuff. But when a girl, like, takes it on because, like, her dad taught her, it's like, man, this is – I was in heaven that day, man. It's that that added uh, level of confidence. Yeah. You know, because the boy just – like you said, intrinsically, most of the time, intrinsically, it's just like, oh, yeah, I want it, like – Yeah. You know, but girls shy away from that, you know, typically. Typically, right? Mm-hmm. They shy away from that yeah. stuff. So to build up that comments, like, oh no, you can do this. Like that's that's huge. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh man, I'm I'm excited for you guys, man. Six and, and you seven raising your your two boys. Thank so you. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. They're amazing. Yeah. No, this is a fun podcast. It, like at the end of the day, like we're just two regular guys, and at the end of the day, like we're dads first. You know, like this is like mm-hmm. that's like the stuff that really like. This is the stuff that really like that we care about. You know, we don't care about. Yeah. I mean, we do want to make money, but we don't like you're never going to see me or Mahi driving like a Lamborghini. Like you'll never see that ever. <laughs> yeah, same. You, you know what I mean? Like we're just we're like all like we care about hanging out it's with our families. And, you know? Yeah. So it's like that's that's like a special thing for us to, you know, come on. It's, it's fun talking about your family and like getting advice from other dads and other men on, you know, what to do. It, it, it's fun. It's It's fun sharing stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's fun having you on. And, you know, as you guys know, you're welcome anytime. Anytime you want to come on, just let us know and we'll have you. Absolutely. Appreciate but that. We'll we'll throw everything, you know, as per normal, we'll throw um, all your links in the description and everything. But do you want to shout out real quick before we before we end the show? Yes. Yeah, so everyone can find us on um, www.blackbeardfire.com. Also, if you use the code strong men at checkout strong men you will get 15 percent off your order so yeah check us out blackbeardfire.com awesome well guys you know it's always great having you on it was especially great this time just knowing that you're part of the conversation will get heard loud and clear and you know it's every time that we have you on it's impactful every time we have you on you know i i feel like we just get closer and you know i'm more affirmed that you know we're sporting you know, just good men. I think that's, you know, so huge. My dad advice would be, you know, iron sharpens iron, seek good counsel, you know, your, your circle, you know, that's, what's going to 
impact you in the day to day. So, you know, invest in, invest in good friends and good men. So on that note, we're the hard time strongman podcast, cheering up a bear class of man, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. That was an unnatural, unnatural pause you did there. That's going to be really weird. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I know it's going to be great. That's why you always leave me every time. It's like three seconds. It's like you're here. You are. You knew. uh, You knew I was going to say. I say the same thing every time. Every time. Everybody, this is six and seven with the hard time strongman podcast. And we are coming to talk to you about our Patreon and discord. Hey guys, our patrons get early access to all of our episodes. They get all of our exclusive pre and post shows, all of our spicy takes, all of our rabbit holes that we go on everything that we want to include in the episode, but we can't because we need to stay on topic. And soon enough, we will be offering digital downloads guides Everything that we've been working on in the background will soon be available to our patrons. So make sure to check it out. And come hang out with us on Discord. Speaking of the spicy stuff, this is where we discuss most of it. Once you're there, you will get access to all of our in-depth discussions, including stuff like homesteading, fieldcraft, medical, camping, communications, shooting. You like ARs? Come talk to us about it. You like 4 by 4 vehicles and prepping? Come talk to us about it. You like Tannerite, Thermite, Napalm? Come talk to us about all of the campfire talks that would get us kicked off of other platforms. It's right there in our Discord. Come join our community. We're active on Discord every day. We're interacting with members constantly. We have guys from every walks of life coming to contribute their expertise to all of these various fields and subjects that we've been talking about. Come join the watch Discord. Come join the Discord. Join our community build up that better class of man wanted to take a second to do a mental health check-in and to tell you all about the 988 crisis lifeline so the 988 lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day seven days a week in the united states you can reach the lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text 988 to get help to get someone real on the phone. Every struggle is different. Every struggle is hard. But you are not alone in whatever you're going through. As someone who has used the 988 crisis line, I fully recommend that if you're feeling any of those feelings of depression, suicide, hopelessness, Get in touch with them immediately. They will help you. They will listen to you. Once again, guys, you can reach the lifeline at 988lifeline.org or you can call or text them at 988. As always, guys, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight.